I'm India and welcome to the third series of Starter Ripple, the podcast that celebrates moving in nature. This series is sponsored by Island Feather, an amazing brand that creates high quality multi-purpose fitness wear and events. Island Feather's mission is to support you to live a healthy life, discover what makes you happy and create a community of support and care for one another. For me, having just become a mum, their motto, find your freedom, resonates more than ever, and I'm stoked to have them as a sponsor. Okay, it's time to introduce my guest. Kirsty Hogburn is an open water sea swim coach who helps people build confidence in the sea and reap the rewards in mind and body. Now what gives Kirsty an extra edge over any other wild swimmers that I've met is that she has now swam for 1,000 days consecutively in the sea where she lives in Folkestone. When I recorded this episode with Kirsty, she was just days away from completing this challenge and I'm so excited for you to hear Kirsty speak about her passion for sea swimming. But just a warning, you may want to grab your swimmers and head to the coast as soon as you finish listening. Hello, Kirsty, and welcome to the Start a Ripple podcast. Hello. Yeah. Great to, great to be on here. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to, to chat to me about your crazy, crazy swimming adventures. Um, I'm super excited to have you on, not only because you've got a great story to tell, but also because you're local to me. You're only down the road in Sandgate, um, and I've been following your journey and I'm really excited for you to tell your story to the Starter Ripple uh, podcast audience. So let's let's start by having you tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I'm a sea swimmer and coach um, and I've been sea swimming every day since 2019. Um, And I'm nearly at a thousand consecutive days in the water. Um, And so I feel like I've got such an interest in like health and well-being. So I've made it more of a sort of rather than a a personal challenge I sort of wanted to share it Um, and that's when I started the business helping others get in the sea um, as an open water coach Um, and for me I think I've just always been a lover of the outdoors um, anything adventurous um, and I think you know especially being in nature but actually like moving in nature and I think sea swimming is like the thing for me where I just feel like so much more alive and, and in the in the moment and um yeah so I've always been drawn to the sea and it's just got a whole lot more um bigger part of my life um yeah because you you were, haven't always been as an open season coach have you because I think I must no. have met you even last year or it was it was that weird space between one lockdown and the other I think and yeah we were doing a bit of marketing yeah, you were swimming quite a lot, and I don't think you had sort of launched this this career yet. So, so what happened? Where did that transition come from? I was working for a marketing agency uh, last spring, um, and they lost their biggest client, um, so they let me go, and um, I didn't know what else to do, and I didn't particularly enjoy marketing, um, and I wanted to do something physical. So I thought, why don't I just try? and do something I actually love um, and that I'm actually good at. And so I just set up a website, started promoting myself. um, And then it was such a 
interest from people. I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know if it would work. Um, and then over the summer, um, it yeah, it became it became a business, and that's that's what I was doing. And um, I thought it would just be seasonal, um, but it, it people were just as interested in winter to get the cold water um, benefits. Um, and I think I just think like. I think it's showing for me that like following an actual passion is is paying off um, instead of doing something in which I suppose I was expected to do like the typical like nine to five after uni or graduate job um, which I, I I absolutely hated and now I wake up feeling really really happy and energized and actually giving people something um, valuable and important. Yeah, because I guess every person probably comes to you with a story themselves of why they want to get into swimming and maybe they're, they're suffering from mental health issues themselves. Maybe they've always lived by the coast and never had the confidence to do it. Maybe they just moved. Maybe, I don't know. And I bet that is amazing part of it, being part of someone's story and journey and seeing their confidence bloom, I guess, when they're in the water. So how do you coach someone into cold water swimming because it's I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with it myself some days I am like yes I want to go in other days not so much definitely not for that brave going in winter without a wetsuit but I want to be and I see all these people going in and I'm like how do you just do it how do you do it so please guide me through yeah so in every coaching session um we always begin with a chat so we can get to know each other um and I find out what the client needs um, and how I can help them like achieve their their goals and I think it's working through those fears and and talking through them um, and then going into like the reasons why cold water is so amazing and how amazing you're going to feel after um, and I try to sort of spread the I think the passion is quite infectious so I'm like trying to share but it I think it's it's quite simplistic but it's literally just doing it I think taking that step um, and getting out of your comfort zone um, is the is the hardest part and I think the coaching is so great because I'm there to support them and I'm there to help them like do it safely um, and I think every single every single client over this winter that has gone in has come out buzzing and smiling and being happy and it just like I think you never regret a, a swim in the sea um, I think also in the coaching sessions, we go over like sort of sea knowledge um, and safety aspects of tides and currents and winds. And I think that's all quite important in the winter to get an understanding of even more. Um, and yeah, we just, because we just, that is a big yeah. thing, I think, yeah. being safety cautious, because there are some days where you, you know, it can look calm and then you go in and there's a real pool or a drag or, or other days when it it looks quite ferocious and you're thinking how do I even enter into the water in the first place yeah. um, and so I think knowledge is key isn't it and if you yeah. have that then that will give you the confidence and then also when you were saying about it, there's that side of it knowing and understanding and having knowledge but also there's the other side of not thinking too much about how cold you're going to be and and overworking yourself up for it Yes. You just need to, like your your motto is seize the day, quite literally. Yes. Just just get on with it. I'm guessing. <laughs> um, That's the only way. It's the yeah. only way. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so speaking of your motto, seize the day, 
how did you come up with it and, and what does it mean to you? Um, it was just something me and my friend used to um, say to each other every time we, we met up. And I thought when I started the business, it would be a great motto on, on the website. Um, but seize the day. I think for me, obviously, it's, it's anything taking action and anything involving the sea for me. So like I see from my paddleboard and I just love being by the water. Um, but I think for, for anyone, I think it's just getting up every day and doing the best you can with what you already have and also with what you can imagine and what you've got like the courage to sort of create and actually going out there and doing it no matter how small it is even if it's like five minutes of doing something you love um I think anything anything like that anything adventurous anything you know outdoors is, is seizing the day um, yeah it doesn't have to be water related does it it can no. be getting on your bike it can be taking a walk around you know your local woodland it can be mm. anything it's just yeah. getting up getting out of bed and breathing in fresh air completely and again even if they say they have no time it's just like those little mini adventures because I always say like every swim for me is like a little micro adventure it's almost like a little mini sort of like holiday in a way just even for 10 minutes and it can make such a difference to your day um, it's like a ripple effect in all other areas of your day, your work, your friendships, everything. And yeah. so, yeah. So even if, like you say, just a five minute, you know, five minute walk, if you can around the block, even just to get some sunlight, you know. Yeah, it makes yeah. all the difference. OK, yeah. so let's get on to your personal swimming. So okay. have you always have you always been a swimmer? Have you always loved it as a child? So I've always loved the sea. Um, and I think. I've always loved the water, but I never swam growing up. Um, I was never taught, um, but I've always been drawn to sports. Um, so any opportunity I could do to get to move my body and to be physical and, and exercise, I, I could. Um, then after university, I fell in love with long distance running and I started training for um, marathons. And then I tore my ankle ligament running the London Marathon. Um, and then I, I was completely out for six months and I just didn't know what to do. And I was my mental health was having an effect. So I was sitting on the beach one evening um, in Sangate and I, I said, why don't I try and get myself to become a better swimmer and combine my love of the sea? Um, when I started, I could only do a breaststroke for about five minutes terribly. Um, and so I just kept coming back every day. Um, and I aimed for 100 days to try and set sort of a little realistic target and sort of get me out of my almost I think I was slightly depressed because I because I was injured um, and so to get me out of that I just set a small target um, and yeah but I, I love I think swimming as an exercise is is brilliant um, but I'm not a fan of the swimming pool um, I think the vastness of like being outdoors and you know, you'll feel more alive. And, and I think there's something primal about the sea that draws and, and uplifts me. And I think that combined with swimming, which is the movement, I think, um, yeah, is, is how much I love it. But I always wished I'd, I'd swum when I was growing up, but now I'm just making the most of it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're certainly making the most of That's it. it. Yeah. Um, because you've set yourself a challenge um, to swim for a thousand days consecutively. But it didn't start as a thousand day challenge, did it? No, just a hundred. Started just a hundred, okay. Yeah, like yeah. So I was yeah sitting on the beach, and I thought, and this was in the summer. I think it's in July. So it's July the first, two thousand and nineteen. Um, and I was just sitting there, and I said, hundred days in the summer, 
that I noticed so many positive changes. Um, and the more time I spent swimming, um, my love of the sea started to get stronger and stronger. Um, I was learning a lot about myself. Um, so I decided to do 365 days. Um, and so then I just kept swimming through my first winter, um, then my second, um, and then I think I was getting such a sense of achievement and adventure. Um, and then it soon came to two years. Um, and then I reached my third winter and I thought, why don't I aim for a thousand days? It was almost like one swim at a time. It was never really, or one small little like challenge to myself. And then it just, it's just become a thousand days. And I'm lucky I've been able to, um, to do that because I was, I was working from home at the time. So I had the time I could quickly go down there and we've got a protected bay called Mermaid Beach. Um, so when it's, when it's too wild in Sandgate, I'm very often at Mermaid um so we so yeah but I'm yes yeah, so I'm nearly there so 27th of March is 10 days away and I'm nearly at a thousand days which is incredible amazing so when this podcast goes live you would have um done your thousand days and I know that you're yeah. kind of hoping to make it a bit bit of a community event you're inviting people along aren't you so you're hoping to see yeah. a few like familiar faces that have been supporting you along the way yeah it's going to be brilliant yeah that's I know you are you hoping people to come out swimming with you definitely yeah if they yeah. can then yeah Try yeah. water, and we're going to get someone with a drone to try and get a video of everyone going in in oh, the water. So that's that'll, so cool! Be great. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing! And obviously, a thousand days consecutively. You know, there's got to have been days when the conditions were not great because you were looking outside today, beautiful blue mm. sky. It's like the first kind of day feeling like spring. Yeah, imagine you had the most beautiful swim this morning yeah but not every day is gonna be like that and it wasn't that long ago when we had like 80 90 mile an hour winds here uh, on the Kent coast um so what 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 have you done on days like that when it's the the waves have been crashing and the wind's been blowing how have you fitted your swims in so I use um an app called magic seaweed so I can look at all the tides and the currents and what's happening um and there, when when we get a storm and it's forecast, I always say to myself, if it's too dangerous, I, I won't do it. I won't go in. Um, but in all the storms we've had, I think in 2020, we had two weekends of storms and there was one called Storm Dennis. I don't know if you remember. And that was incredibly frightening. And I thought, like, I'm not going to be able to, to do it. Um, but before sort of the main, so so the, the last one we had, the main one was around midday, sort of the, the, the strongest um wind and everything because it got up to it was nearly 100 wasn't it miles per hour oh yeah so so you Um, had to pick your moment then looking at when the winds were going to be highest and go in yeah so that day the morning was about 40 miles per hour which is fine because mermaid bay is protected um and it was also low tide so low tide waves are a lot less powerful than high tide waves um and so and i also made sure i went with two others um who were watching me um, and it was it was completely fine to be honest. I've I've swum in in harder conditions than that. Um, I would never have gone in if the storm had lasted the entire day. I don't think I would have managed to do it to be honest. Um, I'd never put myself at you know too much risk. Um, have you I, gone in at night before? Oh yes, night swim. I love night swims and moonlight swims. Um, yeah, I think there there's something about that. There's something really beautiful because you can't you have got less visibility obviously, but you you have to use more of your senses and 
I think when the moon is like on on the sea glowing you want to like swim swim towards it and almost like you have to stop yourself because you're being drawn in you you like want to swim forever but yeah is that something you would you would love to do ah that scares me a little bit I have to say the idea of I don't know I think I mean we're, we we have the channel so it's not like there's anything dangerous in the sea mm-hmm. it's just the idea of your feet like dangling and thinking oh my goodness <laughs> it's dark and um but but I can imagine it's incredible like yeah I've, I've not ever I've, a few times particularly over the lockdown period when you know I had nothing else to do I'd get up at sort of 5 a.m to go for a paddleboard as the sun oh, wow. was rising and yes. that was worth worth it every time every time um just to watch that sunrise and I've seen it on your Instagram a few times where you've kind of done a hyperlapse you've been you've sped the video up and you can see the sun literally going up as you're swimming out to sea and I bet that is that must be magical it's just beyond words it's an incredible way to set up the day it's just yeah incredible and there's there's just you and the sea sometimes because not many people are out and um yeah have you done it every swim bean at your local spot yeah so yeah it's been mermaids and um sang it and when the pandemic came on and I had nothing nowhere to travel to I a lot of that time was was empty and so I think I, I was going to go um to different places and different locations but I just never I've never felt like the need to sort of um go in anywhere in the last few years I don't know what I think it's just like I just love it so much um, here. I think after the thousand days, I've booked a trip up to to Scotland to swim to swim up there. But I feel um, it's been so nice. Um, yeah, I've just I don't know. I've just been I've just been here because every single swim I feel like every like the sea is always changing, and I like never I never get bored. So yeah. it's just like yeah, like every That's so true. Yeah, every day yeah. is different, and yeah, you know the the weather changes it, and the how your body's feeling your mood everything it, it's all it, whoever's with you whether it's solo whether you were doing it with somebody else mm. have there been days when it's been you felt out of your comfort zone uh, too dangerous has there been any times like that or have you always been felt quite confident within you know yeah what not, you've been doing not at all like I was I've been scared quite a lot and um especially in the early days because I was a very rubbish swimmer so I, I didn't have the strength um if something went wrong I was I was afraid of that um and the more I did it the more confident I get but there were days like like I got quite a bad um ear infection um two years ago and I was really feeling unwell and quite fragile so when I went in I sort of went to my knees and then just did some breaststroke for five minutes and and that was in the summer so I was quite doable then luckily um and then also a couple of times I've been I've been overly confident because when I started getting into it I was like oh I'm getting really good and everything and then I went out with a, a guy and we went out to um the post at Mermaid which is about 400 meters away but it was really rough and I got dragged under um and pulled under and I was sort of spinning you know when you're like the washing machine thing and and I, I didn't have much air then and it was it was like gasped my own and got another one got me and it was a very frightening and I thought they're like you've just got to respect it all the time and the only reason I think I'm safe is because I'm not overly confident. Mm. It can be easy though when when you've you know 
been doing it for so long to to just feel very comfortable and think mm. that you've got this and it's times like that when sort of nature reminds you that it is the bigger bigger beast bigger being in all of this and to respect it <laughs> all the time I've had that same feeling while surfing or being dragged under and coming up for air and then and it you sort of come out with your eyes wide open thinking wow that was a lucky escape and I need to really respect the water here because it can be it can change in a second can't it from having a lovely time and embracing nature to nature embracing you absolutely and yeah. you have to be super super careful um so so do you get people then that you don't know coming along for swimmers with you sort of messaging you saying Kirsty, I'd love to come and join you for your I don't know 900 swim today have you met yeah. a lot of people through it so many people it's just amazing um when I first started there weren't that many apart from the regulars the older people have been doing it years and years um as soon as the pandemic came it got a lot more popular and it was a wake-up call I think for a lot of people to get out into to nature um and I think a lot of people once they started they just they just couldn't they couldn't stop so there was one lady that was used to going to um like luxury pools like Bannatines and stuff and that was shut she only had the option of the sea and she she cancelled her membership with them because she loves it so much and it's so amazing to see people transform um and also I feel it's nice to that I've like inspired people to come and join and have a go um and it's just I've made so many wonderful friends um through sea swimming and there's something really beautiful about it because when you're in the water I think you have a lot more like in-depth um meaningful conversations um and I think there's something about and also we're, we're like-minded and we're out we're out in nature and um yeah it's, it's really lovely to see the community it's all ages everybody's so different and yet we're connected by this single passion and, and it's something that costs nothing as yeah. well it literally yeah. costs nothing maybe yeah. you see that lady was paying all that money for a gym membership and now she's just going out there for free um yeah. you've written a blog in, on your site about the healing powers of sea swimming could you tell me a little bit more about this and kind of what the positive benefits are yeah so there's a lot there's a lot more research coming out um about how cold water can boost um the immune system um and so because you, you're supposed to develop more like white blood cells um to fight off fight off disease um and I think for me I've, whenever I've had like colds or anything I've I've noticed them last a lot less longer and they and they've been less severe as well so I used to be out for about a week with a cold but now well it, most recently I've, I've had one for about two days um and it's a lot less but I mean obviously I'm not I'm not entirely sure that that is the sea but but yeah I, I think it is um and then it, it gives you like a natural high um and it, cold water activates endorphins so they're like the feel-good hormones um and I think the colder they they say the colder it gets the the more of the high um you feel um and I think it sit this uh, sea swimming makes you sort of physically fit but also emotionally fit and I think the huge thing is the mental health benefits it really reduces stress um and I think um you just feel a lot cal more calmer and more relaxed for me I'm just so much more resilient before I started sea swimming I I suffered from anxiety very badly and so 
it's been the only thing that's transformed me. Um, and I, I've, yeah, people that have known me before the sea swimming challenge, they've, they've said like, there's such a difference in me. Um, and I'm just, I'm just more chilled out. If anything goes wrong, like any, I think the adversity um, of like, sea swimming is like such a stressful environment on the body and it's so hard to get into that water. Once you get through that, you're almost like facing all your fears and it's like a ripple effect in other areas of, of the brain, I think. And you come out and you just feel so confident and so strong. Um, so I think there's some huge mental health benefits. I think there's so many more scientific studies as well because it's becoming more popular. Um, they're coming out and they're, they're saying just how, how great sea swimming is. Yeah, it is. I, I mean, mm. you see more and more people doing it and you think there's, there's got to be reasons for this, you know. Yeah. And and I'm, I, I want to get into, obviously I had a baby over the winter period and to start swimming mid-January, I just thought maybe not but it's something that I'm going to start doing again as the sea warms up and I would love to keep going through the winter so I think what you do as well with your swim coaching is you're making people accountable to do it yeah. like me saying this I'd love to do it yeah but there are days when I'm like no 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 I'm not going to do it but if you've got a coach there or if you've got a buddy or or yeah. you know you set yourself at challenge I'm going to go in every day it makes you accountable makes you go in and you never regret it that yeah. is that is for sure. Every time That's I've it. gone in, I go in, even, you know, whether it's with a wetsuit on, which I know is, is not quite as uh, as hardcore as doing it with... Um, it's fine, though. It's but it, it gets you in still. Whatever you exactly. feel. Yeah, completely. I've worn, I've worn a wetsuit before when I've been really feeling unwell. I've, I've put one on and I think so many swimmers wear, wear wetsuits and that's a not beautiful thing about sea swimming. There's like no judgment at all. Whatever gets you in and gets you to be part of nature. Yeah. Absolutely. But like you said, the accountability, that's huge. And I think that's a really, really big thing with people just to have that support. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, so obviously your 1000 days is very, very soon, which is very yeah. exciting. Um, so what happens after that? So you said that you're going to go up to Scotland. Yeah. Are you planning on continuing to swim every day after so that? Not, I'm not necessarily planning, but I think I will. I think I will yeah. swim every day because I love it. Um, and um, yeah, I was joking yesterday with my friend and said that I'm just going to stop every and just take up something new. And she was like, you're never going to do that. Um, yeah, so I think... I think it's taken me to different places and different opportunities and I think it will become more more than that and I'm focused on a lot of like helping others and I'm pairing up with a psychotherapist in the summer and I'm going to take her mental health um, clients in the water so I'm just sort of there's all like little and we're going to do a, a retreat um, and I think I think I'm just going to do lots of different different things and just just try and grow grow this even more um, and I'm I'm definitely going to continue swimming because um, the passion will will be there. And I think, but I'm, if I want to, I think if I want to take a day off, I can because I think that's healthy. I've I've done this as a challenge, um, but it could become something unhealthy if I say force myself in in a day that I want to do something or invited somewhere in, inland or something. Um, you know, I've had to. This has been the prominent part of my life, so that's taken priority. Um, and so, yeah, I think that just being kind to myself and listening and saying, you know, maybe there's a day when I feel tired and just listen to the body. Um, I, yeah, think I think that's a message for myself after, from this challenge. 
I think that's really healthy because I think that can be the danger, can't it, of something that has a positive. You have too much of a good thing, isn't yeah. there? And, and you don't want it to limit you, just like that's you said. Um, yeah. but, it, but equally, not having it would, would also not be being true mm. to you. So it's finding that balance. Yeah. And when you're in Scotland, is the plan to go swimming in the locks then? Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go the west coast of Scotland and and swim in all the. My friend lives up there, so we, I'm gonna go and stay with her, um, and then yeah, go and explore. And Yay. I think, but again, if it means if there's a day that I don't swim, it's okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, just but anything, yeah, explore just anything to do with anything to do with water, really. Yeah, um, well, that's well, that yeah. is one thing I did do this summer, and that was I went. Um, skinny dipping in Loch Marie on oh, the west wow. coast yeah so I did I did I didn't last very long because there was a kayaker who decided <laughs> to come along at the same time and I was like oh my goodness the clicker changed um <laughs> but I can vouch for saying swimming in the locks is yeah amazing and with the backdrop you're gonna it's gonna blow your mind <laughs> you'll you'll absolutely love it yeah um Oh, amazing. So, Kirsty, the, the, the question I ask everybody, looking back at the ripples you've made in your life, what are the biggest lessons you've learned for keeping your mind and body healthy? I think number one is to just go out in nature. If you can get out in nature, whatever you're going through, um, you know, it will it will improve um, and you'll and you'll grow. You'll grow from it. Um, and I think also with the time being spent in the water, I think um making time for yourself connecting with yourself um, um because that that does have a ripple effect across other areas of your life so if you slow down and you try and um live in sort of the moment which is tough and I think that's why nature is so beneficial because for instance when I'm in the sea I can only be in the moment um and which then leads to me being more intentional in other areas of my life um and I think that yeah I think just yeah just just go just getting out just getting out in nature more spending more time um just yeah just with your with yourself and yeah it's almost like an active meditation swimming I find I find meditation quite hard to sort of sit I can't really sit still so yeah doing doing something in nature is so many has so many benefits yeah, I can definitely vouch for that. And, and if anybody wanted to kind of follow your journey, see where you're swimming, even book a coaching yeah. session with you, how can they do that? Yeah, so on Instagram, I'm uh, Kirsty Sea Swim Coach. Um, and then Facebook, Kirsty Hogben Sea Swim Confidence. And then my website's kirstyhogben.com. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I wish you all the luck in the world for the 27th, which is the Thank thousand you. day. I hope it's a beautiful day and the sun is yeah. shining. And yeah, everybody, you know, you get everybody who's you've been coaching come and join you. And um and also have a lovely time in Scotland. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode the start a ripple podcast if you like what you heard then please do write a review it helps other like-minded souls find this podcast too and if you want to get in touch and the best way to speak to me is probably via instagram and my handle is at with underscore india all right take care and speak to you soon